Lynn asked, how do I deal with feeling self-conscious about my loose hanging skin and newfound wrinkles after surgery? And Liz wants to know, what are ways to get yourself to enjoy exercise? Don't go anywhere, psychologist Dr. Connie Stapleton, who specializes in bariatric surgery and helps you deal with life stuff, joins me today to answer your questions. Hi, I'm registered dietitian, nutritionist, Dr. Susan Mitchell. You're listening to the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast, episode number 51. Most of my career, I've worked in some type of media, particularly radio, where I did morning drive nutrition spots for over 18 years, and I loved it. That's what led me to start podcasting and ultimately to you. I created Bariatric Surgery Success to provide you with life-changing information based on science, along with simple strategies and tools to help you be successful in your transformation and your entire journey. So happy you've connected with me, you're in the right place, and I'm glad you're listening. I'd like to give a shout out this week to Jen, who made this comment on Facebook. I am pre-op right now. I love listening to your podcast. You provide awesome insight. Thank you, Jen. I think you're pretty awesome for taking time to tell me. I hope to continue to provide lots of insight for your journey, and I can't wait to hear about your success. Joining me today is Atlanta-based psychologist, Dr. Connie Stapleton. Dr. Connie uses her vast experience to share practical skills for improving your post-op relationships with food, other people, but most importantly, your relationship with yourself. Basically, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, she teaches you better ways to deal with life stuff. You can find links to Dr. Connie's website, complete with her many resources, as well as her podcast called Barry Aftercare in the show notes. The show notes are on my website, breakingdownnutrition.com. Just click on the podcast and you'll see the show notes with the episode. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Connie. Thank you, Dr. Susan. I can't tell you how excited I am to be here, and thank you for inviting me. Well, you know, I was thinking to myself, you were on the podcast when it was beyond bariatric surgery, and that was probably two, two and a half years ago, right? That's a, that time flies, doesn't it? <laughs> I know. It's incredible. It really doesn't seem that long, but I'm so glad you're back again. And we're going to jump right in because we have a number of questions to get to today. And I'm going to start with Lynn. And she says, I was so self-conscious about being overweight. I finally had bariatric surgery and I lost over half my body weight. My weight is ideal now and I love being slim and having more energy. What I didn't anticipate was feeling as self-conscious about my loose hanging skin and my newfound wrinkles as I was about my morbid obesity. I need help dealing with this, please. Okay, Dr. Connie. Well, first I wanna congratulate Lynn. That is so exciting about that weight loss and I'm super happy whenever I hear people say how they love how they feel and having more energy. So I'm really glad she had glad she asked this question because I think it's really common for people to have this experience with their skin and some wrinkles or shrinkles as a lot of people call them. Oh, I love that. Shrinkles. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people are uncomfortable or maybe afraid to talk about it. So thanks for asking this question. So this loose skin and these newfound wrinkles 
sometimes, and I'm going to say quite often, accompany significant weight loss. Sometimes it's unexpected, even though people have probably heard about these things prior to having surgery. At the time of surgery, they're mostly interested on their desire to get that stubborn weight off. So even though you know it may happen, you don't really focus on that. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, what is this? So of course, depending on the amount of skin and maybe the depth of the emotional pain that it can cause, cosmetic surgery is sometimes an option. Although for a lot of people that can be cost prohibitive. So while it's not easy to come to terms emotionally with this extra skin and the wrinkles, it's critical to have an accepting, these are, listen to this, okay? Not an easy order here, but to have an accepting, rational, non-judgmental attitude about this whole process and use some positive self-talk that will help. So what this translates to is saying to yourself things such as, I'm not real happy about this extra skin and yet I accept it, knowing I'm healthier, more active and happier at this lower weight. Or I'm aware that my health is more important than the quality of my skin. I love being slim and acknowledge that having extra skin is a reminder that I have obtained a wonderful goal. Oh, I'm I love so, that. That is a, that's so yeah, positive. There's yeah, there's a few more, but the idea here is to be grateful. I'm grateful for these arms, even with their extra skin. I can wrap them around the people I love, right? So in other words, you're practicing acceptance, you're practicing gratitude, while maintaining a positive outlook on the improved health and quality of life, which after all is the reason that most people have the surgery to begin with. And by the way, you don't have to look at the skin or the wrinkles. You don't have to focus on them anyway, right? What good does that do any of us? So focus on what's great and wonderful about your healthy life. I love it. Okay, our next question is from Liz. And Liz wants to know, what are ways to get yourself to enjoy exercise? Now, boy, Dr. Connie, if you can get this for all of <laughs> I'm going to say this doesn't matter if you've had surgery or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So here's what I have to say about that. First of all, let's begin by realizing that enjoyment when it comes to exercise is absolutely a relative term, right? It, true. <laughs> Some people enjoy that hardcore aerobic stuff like swimming, cycling, running. Others, like myself, I enjoy less vigorous forms of exercise like yoga or walking. But since you asked about how to get yourself to enjoy exercise, I'm kind of guessing you're not too fond of the whole thing in general. So here is what my firm and fair response style says about this. Exercise may not be enjoyable in a traditional sense of the word. But think about it. For many people, working eight hours a day isn't considered enjoyable either. And yet they do it because of the benefits and the financial rewards. Think about kids, right? They're not typically going to say their homework is an enjoyable endeavor, right? But we still expect them to do it because the benefits and the rewards. They want to pass the class, move on to the next grade. So the benefits of rewards of exercising are, I mean, there are so many of them, lower blood pressure, healthier heart, lungs, improved circulation, and on and on and on. So I would suggest maybe remembering 
that we do a lot of things that we might not consider enjoyable. And we expect a lot of other people in our lives to do things they don't really find enjoyable, like do the dishes, or we brush our teeth, we file taxes. I wouldn't call those enjoyable. So do your best to find some form of exercise that may be tolerable for you and do it with a good attitude. With I, the I like that. And do it with the benefits and the rewards in mind. And it's kind of a means to an end, as yes. you're saying. And uh, I think something very positive comes out of it. And I think about, Dr. Connie, from your end, the mental health aspect that exercise is so good for anxiety and depression. And I love to see it, not just for the burning of calories and the maintenance of muscle mass, but for the mental health benefits. You know, for me personally, my exercise is as much for my mental health as it is for my body. And people say to me, Connie, are you addicted to your treadmill? Because I figured out the other day that I've walked on my treadmill five days a week for an hour for the past 18 years. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so what I say to them is I am not addicted to my treadmill. I'm addicted to the young and the restless. And that's where I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a means to an end. That's your way to, uh, Relax. All right. We have one more question. And this is a question from my private Facebook group. It's been six months since I had gastric bypass surgery. I lost 20 kilos, which is about 44 pounds before the operation and have lost 18 more or about 40 pounds since. But it's a struggle. I had binge eating disorder before and I've been pushing the boundaries since. For the last three months, I've stuck around 119 kilograms or 262 pounds. Down one week, up the next. What to do? Okay, this is a serious issue for sure. And I would start by recognizing that binge eating disorder and any other unhealthy eating behaviors are sometimes symptoms maybe of deeper emotional issues or mental health issues or trauma or just finding a way to squash your emotions because they're uncomfortable. Weight loss surgery doesn't treat these things, right? Which means you've got to address binge eating disorder or emotional eating or food addiction as separate issues because they are separate issues. So I often tell people you're going into the OR with the disease of obesity and maybe the disease of binge eating disorder or the disease of food addiction. So they need to be treated differently. So binge eating in particular is sometimes related to attention deficit disorder. It might have a neurological basis, some genetic and environmental risk factors. So that's gotta be treated separately. In addition to doing what you have to do, what I call the gotta do'ems, the behavioral changes to maintain the weight loss you've got to treat that binge eating disorder separately, probably with a, a professional who specializes in that. Okay, great. Now, I really love the insight that you have given us today on these questions from loose hanging skin to um, exercise as a means to an end, and also in looking at the treatment of BED. So as we wrap up, Dr. Connie, is there one last thought you would like to leave us with today. Well, I'm changing the last thought that I had thought of earlier and I'm, I'm replacing it with this one. You know, we want to have fun in life. 
But a lot of the things we have to do to maintain a healthy weight and a healthy body are fundamental, not fun, right? So we want to do these fundamental behaviors so that we can have fun and enjoy our lives in a way we couldn't when you were carrying extra weight. So weight loss surgery is an amazing tool that will get the weight off. It's not going to keep the weight off. But do all these fundamental behaviors so you can have fun in your life. You heard it right here. It's the fundamental behaviors that are going to lead to the fun. And it's all about taking care of yourself and deciding what's going to work best for you. Because remember, you're worth it. Bariatric Surgery Success with Dietitian Dr. Susan Mitchell is produced and owned by Practicalories, LLC. All rights reserved. Remember, the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient-provider relationship. It's intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, which do not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.